0: Does your highly sensitive child go straight to, I'm the worst, I'm a bad kid, I'm stupid when they make a mistake? If so, you are not alone. This is so common with highly sensitive kids. And in today's episode, I'm going to share a story where this happened in my home, and I'm going to share how I handled it. Let's do this. Parenting is the hardest job ever. And parenting a highly sensitive child who's struggling can feel downright impossible. If you're suffering through endless meltdowns, walking on eggshells, and losing sleep worrying, you've landed in the right place because I'm here to help you feel good about parenting your highly sensitive child. I'm Dr. Hillary, clinical psychologist and mom of three, and you're listening to the Raised Resilient Podcast, where I help you make sense of your child's challenging behaviors and build resilience in the face of their big emotions. So warm up your coffee and grab your earbuds. It's time to turn your child's sensitivity into their superpower. Hey friend, I hope you are doing really well. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to Raised Resilient. I'm your host, Dr. Hillary, And today's episode represents the first bonus episode that I'm doing. I want to start adding a second episode each week. And so we're going to try it. We're going to see if it's sustainable, if it's something I can continue to make happen. And so until I am sure that this is going to be a thing, These episodes won't have numbers, they're just going to be little snippets from my own real life momming. So I hope these are super helpful. My goal is to make these short, relatable, and actionable for you. So let's jump in. Okay, so my six-year-old is that kid who goes straight to, I'm a bad kid, I'm stupid, I should be punished when he makes a mistake. And this is something that I've seen happening more recently, and it's a tough thing because when your child says, I'm a bad kid, especially if you're parenting with the mindset that there are no bad kids and that all behavior is communication, which is, as you know, what I teach on this podcast, it can be super triggering to hear your child say the words, I'm a bad kid. And similarly, it can be really hard to hear your child say, I'm stupid or I should be punished or I'm bad, right? These are not easy things to hear as a parent. And what do we want to do? We want to reassure our kids. Like, no, you're not a bad kid. You're such a good kid. You're always a good kid. Oh my goodness. Why would you think that? You're not stupid. Why would you think that you're stupid? No, that's not true. And so even though, I teach parents to handle these moments really differently. When my son came to me the other day and told me that he was a bad kid for something that like wasn't even a problem. He's a deep thinker and he's been thinking a lot lately about death, which is actually really developmentally appropriate, but it's also connected to him losing a beloved stuffed dog on our Disney trip recently. And so he was really thinking a lot about death and he wrote about that in a school assignment. Essentially, he just shared that he had been thinking about it. But of course, the school was a little concerned, not knowing the backstory and wondering why this kid was thinking about death. Again, it's developmentally appropriate, but the school investigated it. They got the counselor involved. I got a phone call. And in the end, they were like, yeah, this is totally normal and we feel totally fine about this after talking to you. But the end result was that my child felt super embarrassed, very singled out and really, really, really unhappy about how all of this had gone down. These were his real feelings and thoughts and he didn't understand why those would trigger a concerned response from adults. And so when he came home, he was like, I'm a bad kid. And even though this is not what I would tell you to do, I said, oh buddy, no, you're not a bad kid. No, you're such a good kid, why would you think that? And I instantly saw his face fall. He did not feel better when I told him, no, you're not a bad kid. He actually felt worse because now he felt alone with this sense of being bad, of having done something wrong. And I could tell that my attempt to help him had actually fallen flat. Now, why did my attempt to help him fall flat? Well, again, because he was left alone feeling like nobody understood him. He was left feeling like even my mom doesn't get it. She's just denying my reality. And so I circled back to this a little bit later because it dawned on me that I had done exactly what I advise parents not to do. That happens a lot. Podcast Dr. Hillary is not the person my kids get as their mom 100% of the time or even close to it. I make mistakes all the time and I have to consciously employ the strategies that I talk about on this podcast. So anyway, I circled back And I sat down with him and I said, you know, I was thinking a lot about how earlier today you came home from school and said you felt like a bad kid. And he was like, yeah, I feel like a bad kid. I was so embarrassed. I didn't want to have to leave class. I didn't want to have to talk to the counselor. I was just doing my assignment and minding my own business. So then this time I empathized with him and I just said, oh, you feel like you were a bad kid. You felt embarrassed. You felt singled out. Gosh, that must have been really hard. Do you want to tell me more about it? And then we had a conversation about it. He told me the story of what happened. And that is so important for our kids to be able to create a narrative around an experience that they've had, right? So for him to be able to go back and tell me the play-by-play of what happened and really put those pieces together of the story, that's so helpful and so powerful. And y'all, 99% of the time, that is all our kids need from us is the space to be able to feel their feelings to feel not alone in those feelings and not crazy for feeling them, and to be able to put together the pieces of that story so that they have a coherent narrative around what happened. This is what our kids need from us. So when your child comes to you and says, I am stupid, I am a bad kid, instead of immediately countering with, no, you're not, I want you to try to sit in that muck with them. Validate you feel like a bad kid right now. You feel like you're stupid. Like you don't have to say you're stupid or you're a bad kid. You don't have to say that as if it's your feeling. Reflect their feeling back to them. And like I said, this just opened up this whole beautiful opportunity for my son to process what had happened. Whereas before, when I was trying to tell him, no, 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 you're not a bad kid, I was actually shutting him down and making him feel misunderstood. With our highly sensitive kids, this can lead us into a cycle of bigger and bigger meltdowns over time. If we don't understand them, if we fail to meet them where they are and really reflect back to them that like, hey, I see you, I see your experience, it makes sense that you're feeling this way, then they will ultimately feel less and less connected and more and more misunderstood. So I hope that me sharing this story is helpful to you, and I hope that it also helps you see that I don't always get this right, and there are times I have to circle back and employ my own strategy of doing a do-over, right? Hey, I was thinking about how this went. I didn't love it. Can we try again? That's always available to you, and it is literally never too late to go back and employ it. So anyway, with that, I hope you will be able to go forth and more effectively validate your child's experience, even when it's a hard experience for you to sit with. It doesn't mean your child really believes this about themselves. It doesn't mean this is their new normal. They are having a feeling. And if you can meet them in that feeling and hold space, they will move through it. So I hope this is helpful and I will catch you in the next episode. Want to continue the conversation and connect with other parents who get it? Join our free Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash raised resilient. I can't wait to see you in there. And if you loved today's episode, I'd be so honored if you'd share it with a friend who needs it. Thanks for listening. And until next time, we've got this.